Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, and welcome to The Reset, a mental health podcast without all the bollocks. I'm Sam Delaney. My guest this week is wellbeing coach Tyler Slade. Tyler was recommended to me by a previous guest on The Reset, Dan Flanagan. He told me about this bloke in his area down in Sussex who was organising sea and sauna sessions on a Friday night for blokes. I'm really interested in ways that lads can get together, have a laugh, blow off some steam without necessarily going to the boozer and getting twatted. And also the whole going down a sauna then immediately jumping in ice cold water thing is interesting to me too. More and more people are doing it these days. Lots of people are recommending it to me, but I wanted to understand more about the real benefits. So anyway, I invited Tyler on the pod and I'm delighted I did so because it turns out he's got his own very personal and powerful story to tell as well as a lot of really brilliant and inspirational insights that might help others. I really enjoyed meeting Tyler and I hope you enjoy listening to our chat. Tyler, welcome to The Reset. Good morning, Sam. Thanks, mate, for having me. Oh, it's a real pleasure, mate. Um, I'm I'm so fascinated and enthusiastic about the projects that you've got going on um, with getting men in the sea on a Friday night, which we're going to return to. Um, <laughs> but before we get deep into that, uh, tell me about how you became a wellbeing coach. What led you into that line of work? Uh, well, I've been doing it for six years now. Um, and again, I don't mind kind of sharing what kind of led me into that was pretty much losing my shit completely. Um, um, I was, uh, um, I was working in, uh, in a completely different industry and, um, and I was, it got me really, really ill mentally. Um, I just, it was one of those, you know, typical thing, um, when you're kind of doing a job and it's like comes to the Sunday night and you're like, oh, fuck, I've got to go to work tomorrow. And you're thinking, like, can I pull a sickie? And, oh, shit, I've got to deal with arsehole clients and dickheads at work and all that kind of stuff. And it was, you know, morally it just felt so wrong, you know, it's digital marketing and we'll just uh, – mm. just it wasn't for me. And I, I, I basically did that out of the – again, a little bit of desperation. Um, I – 
was brought up on in Bognor on the south coast. Mm. I never really was very very academic. Um, I didn't want to go to university or anything. Um, had no interest in that, and I wasn't really well. My old mates, all my mates, were kind of learning a trade. My trade was kind of was was my mouth really, and it was like, mm. what can I what can I do? Um, and I actually um, landed very luckily in my late teens um, a chance to go and meet a guy who owned a production company in London. Mm. This was off a very, very one-off thing when I was 14 and I met him and uh, they were putting a show together for young people and they're looking back for all the rushes and reels of people that had done one-off programs. Um, I did this one-off program in the nineties called Wise Up, which was on channel four. Right. And it was the episode was about embarrassing things. My parents had a fucking terrible car at the time and, and I was just trying to I, the, the setup was me flogging their car in this new showroom. Anyway, right. I met this guy, got on really well, and I spent two years doing this um, show that they saw to Nickelodeon, which was wicked in my mm. late teens. Um, and I was really buzzed. Right, I'm fucking, I'm moving to London. Like, uh, mm. I can go leave Bogner, move to London. Had no money, nothing, but I got credit card. Went there, stayed on some. My brother had come down from university, so I'd sofa surfed with him. And I'd spent a couple of years trying to do the TV presenting thing, <laughs> um, and it was it was quite. I really enjoyed it, but I, obviously nothing come of it. And then I just fell into post production, running, you know, whatever, mm. and so home and whatever. And then I met my missus, and um, we we wanted to move back out of London. I've been there 10 years and then it was like, right, okay, time to get out of here now. Nothing really happening here. So we moved back down to to, to Brighton like you do <laughs> and uh, had to get a job. And I blagged a project management job in this digital marketing agency and spent four merry, miserable years doing it. And that's when I kind of cracked a bit. Um, and I was in my kind of mid-30s and we just got a house, just had a young baby you know, blah, 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 normal kind of stuff. But the pressures were quite real. I was fucking miserable. Um, and I felt like I couldn't give up the job because we'd be screwed. Um, and it was a bit of a des- bit of a call for help, really. I just went on a blowout for a few days, went missing and um, got completely off my tits. I'm not really one that was very much into anything, uh, booze or substances, really. I dabbled, go hot lads holidays, blow out on the weekends, but I wasn't someone who was really, you know, into it too much, but I really went for it for for a few days and went kind of on a wall, mm. um, and had some you know very dark thoughts. Found a place of high high place to jump, all that kind of shit. Wow! And uh, but then it was kind of obviously didn't do that, <laughs> but that stuff's very real for lots of people, you know. Mm. I think, um, and it was just that turning point. It's a cry for help. I don't want to do this anymore, and it was kind of desperation to be honest. With me like, look at me, I'm fucking don't want to do this job, and I didn't know how mm. to express express that. Mm. So. Um, very lucky that I've got some very I've got brothers and they sorted me out and uh, went went to the GP and done the whole kind of route and kit and caboodle and um, got myself and my missus was like right just just stop like it's okay we'll be all right you can't do this job anymore just what do you want to do and it's like I'm I'm back in mid thirties like what do you want to do what do you want to be I'm like I don't know fucking footballer do you know what I mean like yeah yeah what, yeah what, do you know what? Uh, and it was kind of like scratching. So what were you really good at? Like, what is it that you want to do? And I was like, oh, I don't fucking know. Like, I'm good at talking, da, 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 interacting with people. I really want to help people. I want to kind of see people through some shit. And anyway, we had the, coincidentally at the time, we were with um, with an NCT group. And mm-hmm. one of the girls there was like, have a look at your local authority. And I was like, fucking hell. Like, it's, it sounds a bit harsh, but I've got this kind of, 
mild man's very much anti you know he lives down he lives down here it's very tory led local government bullshit wankers all that kind of mm. stuff and so i never really thought about looking to the local authority to be honest with you. a bit naive to be honest with you. Mm. but i looked at it and there was this job well-being advisor and i thought fucking hell I looked at it i was like reading it, it sounded a bit woo woo i was like mm. But it was like out in the community, you know, talking to people, helping set up things, getting helping men particularly, da 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 da, da. So like, wow, that fucking sounds great. I'll do that. And yeah. I went through the process and of the interview, and I really loved it. Like I clicked with a manager straight away, and uh, I've been doing it for six years um, now. So, yeah, it took answer your question very long winded answer, but nice, good. Um, what got me to this point? Having like fucking up basically having having you know having a very dark time and that's quite again it's quite typical isn't it you know people kind I of think so up. yeah when they find themselves or whatever it's normally because they've had something drastic's happened to to find out what it is they want to do um that tends how, to be- how, what, what was the break there because i mean you know yeah for me I started doing stuff in this kind of world of well-being and mental health and talking and writing about that. But it took me a few years after my kind of crisis point to get better. And then it wasn't until after a few years that I got better through kind of trying and, you know, trial and error sort of process. I finally started to feel better. And when I did, that's when you get these thoughts like, oh, I'd like to pass this on to other people because I'm sure there's other people going through the same shit as I was. Yeah. What, what was the gap with you? I mean, by the time you established that you, you found this kind of role attractive, did you feel like you were already on the road to recovery? It's really weird. Like a couple of things there, but I suppose when you say recovery, I, I suppose it is recovery, but I, I always have this kind of, I don't have this hookup that I'm like, I don't know, this kind of thing like, oh, I didn't, you know, I had a blowout, but I wasn't, I don't know. I find it uncomfortable talking about that. I don't know why that is, actually. Mm. It's a bit weird, that. But, um, uh, well, it was really weird because there was a little thing that happened in between that I failed to mention. Um, and I, I don't want to slate them, but there are, I still quite don't quite get it to this day. So when I when I had, when I went AWOL and I got myself and I quit that job and was like, right, take some time to figure out what you want to do, et cetera, et cetera. I was I I I still felt the pressure at that point to get a job. I was like, well, I can only take so long up. We're going to be screwed. Do you know what I mean? Mm, so yeah. I kept my eyes open for different. Because I felt I, I I I'm good at talking, therefore I can maybe sell stuff um, mm. or or like talk to people, whatever. And I was still looking at the marketing area. So I went and worked for these guys in um, in this market research company and. I got on really well with them. They were quite, it was very small. It was just these two fellows, similar age, started this company, doing really well. Um, and I got my feet under the table there and I started to do really well. And it was a few months in, and then I was all just coming up to a year. I was like, okay, well, maybe I've, I found something here. I still wasn't really enjoying it, if I'm honest. Do you know what I mean? It was yeah. like, it's okay, it's paying the bills, but it's better than the other job. Um, mm. So that's a step forward. And then they took one day, they just kind of bullied me and, and said, we've got to let you go. And I'm like, sorry, I, I, sorry, I don't fucking get it. What would you mean? And they're like, well, you could pick up your things and leave. And I, I, it's still to this day, honestly, I, the only thing I can think about what it might have been is that I started to do very well and I was getting very, getting getting on with clients and stuff. Yeah. And they maybe saw me as a threat. I don't know, maybe. Yeah. Like that was the only thing I could think of. And it, But that after, because I jumped into that about, I took about three months off from the job yeah. when I had that when I went able. Yeah. 
And then I was like, right, okay. And I had this interview lined up three months later. So, I, you know, so I went in and did that. And then I, okay, I found, and then that was almost a year. And then they, that happened. And I was like, fucking, what is going on? Mm. Um, and at that point, it was like, right, Miss, don't do marketing. <laughs> <laughs> don't go into sales. Don't try and sell people anything. And that was, yeah. I suppose, that was one of the appeals with this job that I'm doing is that I'm not selling anything to anybody. You know, there's this mm. real, Working as in a public service, you're effectively people are paying for it, but they're not paying for it. If that makes directly, sense. yeah, so it's it feels good because I'm not trying to push and sell any kind of yeah hidden agenda or anything on it. It's literally just trying to help people out, man. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And if you want help, brilliant. If you don't, then don't worry about it. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, but the job with this, it was kind of like had this kind of like weird like sensation of like why wow, this could be really something but it was only when i started doing it that i really start to feel more comfortable in your question about discovering if this is something i really want to do mm-hmm. um because i was like wow i'm meeting new people and people coming to me with way more shit than i had and i was like you know first of all you're like whoa you know um and it was a bit weird because like it we're, we're meant to be quite light touch but obviously mm-hmm. if anyone's trying to change any lifestyle stuff this shit happening underneath and they've got yeah. an opportunity for an hour for someone to listen to them and they don't have to mm. pay for it. They're yeah. going to, most people spill the beans, right? Mm. So you're like, well, okay. Um, and that was quite hard at first to try not to react to go, right, what can I do for this person? But a big thing that's helped me and still does, it's an amazing technique called MI. I don't know if you've heard right. it. It's motivational no. interviewing techniques. Well worth looking okay. out, looking out. Yeah. But essentially it's that listening skills. It's that, open questions, the affirmations, the reflections and summaries. The MI stuff is really, really hard, but it's so good because you're literally just getting people to solutionize their own shit. You're listening, you're picking up on a few things and you're bringing something back to them and getting them to really think about it. And as I started to do that and see people really start to change, you know, lose weight, stop smoking, it's like, wow, this stuff, this this shit's powerful, man. I like this. Yeah. any any opportunity there was to a training session of anything, any kind, I was like, "Yep, <laughs> right." Does anybody want to learn? That? Yep, I didn't even they didn't even know what it was. I was like, yeah, I'll, yeah. Take it. I'll take it. And I was like, yeah. I've been like uh, a sponge to learning for these last few years. I, I absolutely love it, and I, it's weird because I never used to like learning, and I yeah. suppose it's because it was learning the shit that I wasn't interested in. <laughs> yeah. Now yeah, it's yeah. stuff that I'm interested in. I'm like, yeah, great, wicked. Learn about nutrition. Okay, cool. You know, and you and, and presumably it's like you can see the impact. It's different than like dry academic learning at school. You're, you're learning things, and then immediately you're seeing how they work Acting, with your. Yeah, with man, the you're using you're the tool with. straight away, Sam. Yeah. Like you're going right. I'm going to try this. Mm. I'm going to try that out straight away. So unlike some kind of fucking equation or some random dude in history, which we're never going to use. <laughs> well, yeah. you might do at a quiz somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but this was like real stuff that I could actually tangibly go, right, okay, I'm going to try that out. But we've done a bit of CBT and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and I use use that quite often. Um, so, yeah, it's been it's been wicked. And I, I'm i I'm like going, okay, what's next? Because I am yeah. someone who, who kind of wants to keep learning, keep growing as a person. I really felt, again, it sounds wanky, doesn't it? But I, I, th- I found my calling, I think, in terms of getting people to, help themselves out and feel like they have a purpose. I think that's generally what we're looking for, people are looking for. They're looking like, what's my per- what's my reason here? What what am I doing? Like, mm. do I want to help someone? Do I what, what 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 do I what do I want to give? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. What do yeah. I want to give? 
Uh, and and that to me sounds like what you discovered. Yeah, almost exactly. by chance, you you discovered that in in getting pointed towards this this job, yeah. you kind of thought, well, I need a job. Let's see how it goes. And then in doing it, you discovered, oh, this is what brings me happiness and fulfillment is that I'm just helping people. I'm really interested to know is what pick up on what you said about not selling anything. I think so many people can relate to that. It really struck struck a chord with me when you said that, because, you know, I've never been in sales, but I have always been or most of my career. I've been self-employed freelance. And the worst part about that and some of the moments that have probably dragged me down into my worst periods have been the sense that you are always selling, you're always selling yourself. Yeah. And, you know, really, I'm someone who kind of writes and talks for a living. So I see myself as sort of creative. But actually, you can never be purely that way if you're freelance because you're constantly trying to sell yourself. And there's, I can't quite put my finger on it, but there's something about it has an impact on the old self esteem selling yourself. You know, you get extreme highs when people say, yeah, we want to work with you, but you get knockbacks. All the time, no matter how well you're doing, you're always getting knockbacks or no or things, people ignoring you or whatever. And that is selling. And it doesn't matter whether you are a salesperson in the formal sense or not. I think I've spoken to a lot of blokes in this podcast and they they don't necessarily use that phrase selling, but it's it's a it's a tough thing to do, isn't it? Because it means that every day you're taking slings and arrows to your your ego and your self-esteem a little bit. Yeah. And I think that's what I think that's kind of. I don't know whether it's that culturally that word is feels quite fucking, I don't know, like feels quite pushy, doesn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, sell something. And then maybe, maybe it's, maybe it's it feels like there's a trick that. involved and there yeah. isn't, there oh, isn't there's a lot of the time. There just isn't, but you always feel like you're like some sort of confidence trickster. If you're selling <laughs> something, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think if I, if I could use another word, I just don't know what other word to use for it. No. But if, Effectively, it is because I ain't selling people shit. What effectively they're doing is they're giving themselves an opportunity to change. Yeah. But that's quite long-winded. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But I kind of see what you're saying because at the end of the day, if they're if you're the tool, if you're mm. the if you're the thing that's gonna help them make change or see a different perspective or whatever it bloody is mm. in this, in, the, in this, or well, what we're talking about here, if p- people changing their health and well-being effectively is what we're talking about um, and feeling like they have worth and all those other things. Um, you are the, you are the, the navigator through that or the tool effectively you're giving them the opportunity, but I suppose you are selling them the idea that, they can do something different. Yeah, but it's different, obviously, to the selling you were doing before. Yeah, like, oh, totally that, different. That's, that's, that, that, yeah. that's what I was getting at, is that okay. I can, to- I can oh. totally see how before you were dragged down, because I know that feeling. And now, yeah, sorry, I, what I meant was now what you do is so, like, you're, you're helping people, and, and it just feels like you've got no personal agenda to that yeah. there's no and there's not even any no no one can doubt that because you're coming just in a i'm here to help capacity you know yeah and i think that's that's a little bit though where i think it becomes it could potentially become I maybe mean, you could do tell me so you know you you you're effectively what you're doing is you're doing exactly the same thing here you're mm. giving people an opportunity to 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 listen um to have their voice be be heard and you're giving 
um, giving some thoughts and people's different thoughts on different things around mental health, et cetera. But at the end of the day, someone is will still, you're still selling yourself in terms of, you know, invest in the newsletter, buy the book. Yeah. So you're still selling something, but the thing you're selling is, is, is real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a, like, yeah. it's not a, it's it's like it's it's something that people can actually use in their life rather than just a consumable. It's mm. not consumable because you, you're not you're not a consumable. You're a person, right? So you can yeah. change the way you think and stuff. But again, what you were coming back, to what you're saying when you when you sell stuff on the on from a perspective of in marketing, for example, where it's you know working for brands and stuff. Fucking right, you're you're it's consumption, mate. You're selling people yeah. products. You're selling people. Uh, in a, an idea, whatever it might be, a brand, whatever. Mm. Um, but I still think that's perhaps the trick of when you, and again, you've been in this for a long time of when you tell me how you do it in terms of selling yourself to a certain degree, but the thing that you're selling is not a consumable. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. How, that's how do you do that? mate? <laughs> well, I, d- I mean, look, the, where I'm at now is, is sort of quite different because you're right with, with regards to the reset. I go, I guess what I'm selling is just my experience and it's, it yeah. is a bit kind of like you can take this or you leave it. It might apply to you. I'm not saying it applies to everyone, but if it connects with you, you might find it helpful or, or interested, you know, yeah. that that's sort of, I guess what I'm saying. I try, I, I'm not an expert. I'm not, you know, I'm not particularly trained. I've done a little bit of training recently, but you know, I don't feel in a position to be able to offer people much beyond my own experiences but i know that listening to other people's experiences helped me because it made me feel less alone sure but i still have other parts of my career where you feel like you are selling and you're selling yourself and you're saying if you buy my ideas my creativity my ability to do these things it will benefit you or your business and that that remains tough in fact if anything it doesn't get easier as you get older it gets harder because as you get Okay, no, no, because when you're when I was a young when I was a young freelance journalist, I felt, you know, I felt being scrappy and ringing up and being pushy was all part of it, and it felt kind of good, and I felt pleased myself for having that determination, you know, yeah. and and I didn't expect people to know much about me, and I had to kind of just fight for every opportunity, and I, I had no problem with that. But w- once you've got a certain number of years and amount of experience under your belt, it, it did after get hard when you're ringing people sometimes who are young enough to be your kid and going, can you give me this opportunity? And they're like, well, who the fuck are you? And you have to really keep your own ego in check. And if you're not careful, it can affect your self-esteem. It's not, you know, selling, I think everyone, no matter how they do it, when you're selling something that is just, whether it's a product or whether the product's yourself, it can affect it can affect you, but we all need to do it to some capacity or another. So I guess it's just a case of, you know, we have to be good with it and, yeah, and, and separate it- ourselves from what we do and not sort of not place too much relevance on the way in which other people in work environments respond to us. Because if you do that, you're fat. You're never in control of your own sort of self-worth are you you're just allowing other people you're contracting out your own self-worth to other people yeah. you're letting other people decide what your value is and yeah, you, ca- sure. you can't allow yourself to do that i don't know and i think that's so you're talking about being authentic right essentially here. i guess like, yeah and, and and this is this is the thing because it's kind of you know if someone comes and sees me in my capacity at the moment um or outside of that you know um i, I tend to people tend to drop me messages I, mm. you know people i know predominantly, but a couple of people yeah. that haven't. Um, 
And I'm kind of like, uh, with, with the job as well, I'm kind of like, well, I'm not going to, like, I'm not going to, I can't fix shit for you. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, yeah. again, it sounds like I'm not going to do the work for you. But at the end of the day, and I say this to anyone who comes and sees me in my job, and I say, like, listen, I, if this, if this, if this is better, if you find this beneficial for you, then go for it. If you get nothing from it, don't worry about it. Find something that does. Yeah. 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 And I think that's totally. probably the best. I, I can't, I'm not, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm just going to be that person who's going to give you the, I've got some experience now. I can tell you about different people's experiences. I can use mm. tools. I can be myself, tell you a little bit about different things. But ultimately, this is your fucking, this is your show, man, not mine. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. if you want some guidance around that, navigation, ideas, perspective, then, you know, great. If not, then that's cool. Like, mm. it's up to you. And that's all I think I can, I can, all I can do. Um, how does it work day to day then in your job? I mean, how do people basically come to you? Yeah. So obviously there's, again, we might, we'll slip into this kind of the scene sort of thing, maybe it's quite yeah. a to talk about that as well. But so essentially like it's, it's a self-referral service and it was set up about a decade ago um, by uh, West Sussex Public Health. They wanted to try and prevent, ultimately the objective is prevention around cardiovascular type diseases. Right. So we're talking about type two diabetes, strokes, heart attacks, um, certain dementia, all these different things, which obviously everyone's trying to avoid if we can. Mm. Um the referrals come, people will, will self-refer just by kind of Googling us in the area, like well-being, help, whatever. Um, but a lot of the comes from partnership work with GPs. So GPs will obviously see someone that might be high blood pressure or, you know, high cholesterol. They might be showing signs of, um, you know, whatever it might, they want to give up a particular bad habit, whatever. Um, and your GP is there to, pres- is to prescribe uh, medication mm. um, or to signpost you on something else. They're not there to sit and start talking to you about your life. You've got nine minutes here, man. Like, good luck yeah. with that. So this is when we're kind of signposting our lifestyle. Okay, that one of the topics, weight management, exercise, nutrition, stop smoking, reduce alcohol. Okay, there's a service for that. And people get referred into us from that. But again, what I would say with any of that, Sam, is people know what to do, mate. It's yeah. not people. I'm not going to sit there and tell people, you know, just eat more apples. Like you fucking, you know what to do. Um, <laughs> yeah. This is where it's quite difficult because this is where my confliction lies a little bit. Cause there's so many guidelines for everything mm. and people are like constantly told, you know, do this, have this many a day, do that. Do yeah. that. People know that shit. Well, most people do. Some people mm. might maybe not seclude up, but generally people know. Um, Ready to pop the question. The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
And, but there's a reason why that it's not happening for them. And that's kind of where I get a little bit more from this. It's like, let's have a look underneath that, underneath yeah. the body. It's a bit risky because I'm not a psychiatrist, man. I'm not trained for that. Shit. Yeah. I get paid enough for that. But mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's but it's the roots. That, yeah. and, 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 and where is why can't you stick with something? Or why is it that you what is it you're missing? Or what yeah. is it you've, you've you've had to deal with that's led so much impression to you that you that you, it steered you in, in, and you know about this stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. And so this is where I and you can use the top level surface stuff. You can use the habit forming and be more hydrated and those little consistent changes mm. to help you. Um, switch your mindset that you aren't crap and that you can stick to something and you can do something different. And that's where the, for me, that's where the two join up that people go in of like going, okay, well let's do a diet, do a regime. It's bollocks. That comes later. Yeah. You know, you'll find your way on that stuff. But if you can't identify first of all, what's going on and you can start to switch your mindset a little bit, okay, I'll put myself out there. I'll try and do something different. Um, mm. and, and again, a lot of my job is signposting. Again, I'm not the expert in this stuff. Yeah. Have you tried, you know, um, and again, this is where it's difficult with people who've got dough, they've got a bit mm. of money, the, the truth be told. Um, they can go and get a fucking therapist, pay for it, probably a good one. They can go and uh, start, get some accountability and have a PT Mm. Um, they can get a dietitian, sort out their nutrition, have a little look at what's going on. They can get yeah. accountability for all that stuff that can, that can help them support them and navigation. But most people can't do all that shit. Yeah. Don't have the opportunities to do that stuff. And so um, it's trying to get people to take some responsibility and where they can, very small things first. Bit of a cliche, but it's it's absolutely true. Yeah, well, it's, it's no different to... um. It, it makes total sense to me what you're saying because it, you know, my my experience was, you know, drinking too much, and I never believe that, you know, saying to people, for it, I mean, like it's an extreme example, but if you're drinking too much, it's not because you've been labouring under the misapprehension that drinking a lot of alcohol is actually okay, <laughs> you know, or, or like smoking fags. Oh, I, I didn't know. Oh, yeah. it's bad for you, is it? Do you know mm. what I mean? Like you know, like you say. And actually, there's there's willpower or self discipline, but that's not something that you can just learn overnight unless no. you really do some digging into where it's all coming from. Yeah. Why is it that you need this distraction? You yeah. know, and it, and and a lot of it, you know, uh, uh, you know, when it comes to health and fitness, it, it can be the same with like nutrition. You know, I still know I've still got you know I'm eight years clean and sober, but I still have a lot of elements of the addict in me. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I yeah. know if I go through phases of eating too much, it's because I'm stressed and I'm trying to distract myself from something, which is exactly how I use booze and alcohol. I do yeah. the same sometimes with money and spending. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, and and so I don't. I think all of this stuff is interchangeable. And uh, you're a hundred percent right. You you can't really long term hope to deal with any of it unless you're willing to sort of do. Like you say, look under the bonnet a little bit, you know. Yeah, and I think the the interesting thing about what we're saying here as well is that this isn't about getting people to suppress feelings or emotions. We're fucking human. You're going to feel mm. pissed off. You're going to get angry. You're going to get stressed. You're going to get lonely. You're going to get bored. Um, all these different things are human emotions. And 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 I guess the trick is um, is that once you when, if that's coming up, 
I guess where the work can be done is that there's a there's a there's a there's a point where you feel a certain way and then you react in a behavior. And it's the behavior bit where you are you doing this thing out of are you behaving in response to that emotion and that behavior you're doing is that actually helping you in the long term and normally it's not because yeah. we're, we're wired as you know quick gratification just fix this fucking shit really quickly can't be asked yeah. to wait i just need to pick me up i need a dopamine drive whatever bom, bom, bom. Yeah. what i found really interesting is um what i try to support people with is think about the behavior bit um Again, sitting with your emotions isn't fucking easy. You can't just, okay, nah. life. Yeah, yeah. Good luck with that. To try and find some strategies and techniques and behaviors that can 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 distract you, maybe, or yeah. help you through that motion that isn't going to be fucking really crap for you, that isn't yeah. going to get you into a lot of debt or a lot of trouble or a lot of fucking weight or whatever. And there, there are loads out there. There are loads of things out there, but they're still a little bit kooky. And this is basically where the, the cold comes in and shit like yeah. that, because it's... You know, when, example, when you get in uh, cold shower, whatever, and people can, we, then, and what's really interesting about all this shit is there's loads of science now backing it up. It's not right. just, you know, it's like, Jesus Christ, actually, this is, uh, you know, changing the physiology of people's fucking body and shit. It's like mm. quite fascinating and it will grow and grow and grow. And my prediction will be that, you know, maybe is that exercise only came to this point in terms of a guideline through rigorous tests and trials. Yes. Oh, now it's doing this, now it's doing that. Um, getting, you know, getting cold. Putting When you hurt yourself, Sam, you fucking stick an ice cube on it. Or, or, yeah, or, yeah. This shit isn't new. This has been, you know. So yeah. why are we only doing that while when we're hurt? Yeah. Why is it we only do, like, let's try and think about preventing this the shit happening. And so yeah. when, my point about getting through stuff is when you get into the cold, you are not thinking about all the stress. All you're thinking about is I can't feel my bollocks. <laughs> like, it's cold. So that yeah. those, those, those thoughts of um, boredom or whatever else, or, or loneliness or anxiety or depression, all those different things, they just escape for a bit because you're just fucking <laughs> on the physical experience. Yeah. yeah. yeah and it's the argument's the same with, and I guess that's where the physical activity comes in as well. When you're, you know, running maybe, but what if you're lifting weights, particularly, yeah. you have to concentrate. This shit's going to come down on you. So yeah. you have to focus. And again, it clears your mind. So, you know, it's all these different aspects to this stuff rather than just being a, well, that leads nicely into what first uh, ca captured my imagination of, uh, about you, which is sea and sauna. Tell mm. me about it. What is this project? So, mate, I, 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 there's a. I've only been doing it for. I've been probably doing it for the last couple of years, and it actually started. Uh, lots of people started different things within COVID. So, first of all, I was like, "Shit, I love my family very much, but I need to." Jesus Christ. I, I would, I was like, well, how can I get my own space? Mm. So I started to set my alarm very early in the morning, you know, mm. and get up and get up and get out, go for a little run. And then I'd seen people post about going in the water. This was like in uh, the end of 2019. And I was like, oh, that's, I live near the sea. I don't really go in that much. I'll fucking do that. I'll, I'll pick a Sunday and I'll do it on my own. I'll go for a run. I'll go in the sea. Anyway, so I started to use this time in the morning of my, my, for my spouse self to go into the water. And I was just like, you know, I come away from the thing. I'm, this is wicked. I feel like I'm a tits here. This is great. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and then the my missus bought me a ticket 
um, for this guy who just started a few years ago. This guy in Worthing down here on the south coast has got like a, and they're getting really popular now. So it's like a, it's a pop-up sauna. So he's got an old horse carriage and he's converted yeah. it out to a sauna. He sticks it on the beach and, you know, runs it. She got me a ticket for it. Like, you know, as a present. I was like, I'd only been in saunas when we'd gone away on anniversaries or on a holiday. Yeah. Like a bit of a kooky thing to do, sauna now and again. Yeah. So I went and I did the sauna in the sea and literally, I'd, I'd literally done it straight away. And I was like, bloody hell. I was like, whoa. I came away like, you know, in my, in my youth, I used to smoke quite a bit of weed and I come away like feeling like proper fucking stoned. Like, I was like, yeah. But a really nice, buzzy, like just harmonious, like, whoa, this is lush. And I started telling my mates, like, shit, now, like, mate, what are you talking about? Like, it's random shit. I was like, no, yeah. seriously, like, people do. And anyway, so I was like, I was really, I, I started to do it and I started to book myself my own slots in the sauna and I, I was asking people to work if they want to do it. Da, 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 and I was like, right, this can really help people. And so I really wanted to make it happen as part of, I could see it and I could see the research happening in science. And I was thinking, how could I convince my work mm. to pay for? people to experience this could be clients of mine, or it could be people that work within the local authorities, like a, yeah. a team bonding thing. And there was some money throwing around from some grants. It was like green and blue spaces campaign, great outdoors. This was in 2020. Yeah. Uh, and I thought I'll go for that. I don't need a lot. I said, what do I need? I need, I need to hire the sauna. I'll probably need to get someone who can be an open water swim coach because that will tick the box. Otherwise people freak out if they're just going yeah. in on their own. I, I'm not a lifeguard. So I need someone who can cover that. Yeah. I'm this lady, amazing lady, still friends with her now, still work with her a little bit now. Anyway, I put this thing together and I had 10 people and 70% of them had never, never been in cold water before. So the first, we, we got them to sign up and commit to six sessions. Mm. So, right. Commit to six sessions. Um, because again, I felt that although you get the instinct once, the benefit once, when you do it consistently, it's like, wow, this is real. I'm really benefiting from this. And again, the yeah. science will back around reducing heart pressure and all that kind of stuff. If you regular, regularly do um, saunas and stuff. Yeah. So I was trying to use a little bit of that gump to sell it as well. And I saw this, honestly, a couple of these people, particularly these ladies, one of them was my client. It was very in the shell. She'd been suffering quite a lot in her life for lots of different things. Um, and she's you know, late fifties, early sixties. And she absolutely just, it was, tra- it was unbelievable. And she's not now doing, she's now part of the blue tits, which is like a national, <laughs> like there's a group called the blue yeah. tits. There's the, yeah. the blue balls as well up, up north. Brilliant. Um, but yeah, so I saw this transition of these people and the, the testimony was coming back and people said, this is brilliant. And I was like, right, I'm going to make this happen again. Um, but I was getting a bit of pushback. Um, yeah. From obviously for various reasons, my job. And I thought, you know what? I'll do it anyway. I'll just find some blokes, particularly because I've got lots of communities of blokes. And this is where like, my connection with Dad the Soul comes in. I've got a community there of mm-hmm. guys that might be up for this. Um, and I found 10 blokes in the winter of not this year, just gone. But so where are we? I'm forgetting, forgetting the year, 2023. So it would have been the winter of 21. Yeah. Um, and I took these 10 guys. And that's this is like, Kid, this is proper time. Like, you know, if you can go in the sea in the winter, man, it's yeah. proper. And I, but I just said to him, listen, I'm not going to, like, don't have to go in. I'm not going to bring a swim coach or nothing down. This is on your head. Here's a waiver. Sign it. Because if you... <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. Just trust me. Just, you know, just give this a go. Be open. Be curious about this. Give it a go. And 
these 10 guys, we did, again, we got them to sign up for six sessions over 12 weeks. Because of the way the tide works, we can't go every Friday night because the next yeah. Friday you have to walk to the wind farm before your ankles get fucking wet. So we went in and and I've run two other seasons since um, because it's just building momentum and I'm seeing people just like go, this is great, when's the next one? Um, and yeah, it's an alternative thing on a Friday night. Again, you really, what most people will do to decompress at the end of a working week is go and buy some tinnies or go to the pub particularly or get a shitty yeah. takeaway, whatever. And it's a way to kind of let off some steam, let yourself oh, yeah. you know, get through another week. Um, this is a different way of doing it. Yeah, And, and, and people are, it's, it, I'm buzzing for it because I can see so many benefits from it, both physically and mentally for people. And I want to build on that. I want to build on that experience and bring other bits and bits and pieces in to help people out of a sense of connection to something a little bit different than just the consumables that we talk yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. And that was like, you know, listening to it, I'm just sat here and hopefully the listeners are as well thinking, I've got to fucking get involved in something. You've got to get down here, Sam. Sure. You've got to get sure, involved, mate. Right. I love it. Uh, I do love being in the sea, especially in Britain, because there is something madly invigorating about that experience. It's very different from being in the warm Mediterranean on holiday, floating yeah, on the back, is. you know. Uh, so that's one thing. I, I really do want to try this stuff. But also it is, you know, it's just the, the finding, you know, you do need to, when you, when you quit drink, or even if you're just trying to cut down and not build your whole whole social life around the pub, right? Yeah. or around drinking with your mates, whether that's at home or out and about, whatever. Everything to most British blokes, right, that's just how we grow up. Yeah. And it's really hard to find new ways of socialising yeah, uh, other than that. So when I hear about something that's beneficial, but also, you know, you can just tell from the way you describe it, of course this is going to be something that has like a huge amount of, of fun. And all, and all the banter and excitement and, and laughter that you would want from any other sort of night out with the lads. It's class. Yeah, it's yeah. class. And it's really weird as well. You got you kind of roll with a vibe because, like, mm. I'll have – there will be sessions. So what we do is we kind of do a little – we do a 45-minute session um, and we go into the sea and then we go in the sauna. So we go sea for five minutes and we come out, go in the sauna for 15, back in the sea for five minutes, back in the sauna for 15. So it's like yeah. this like kind of little like, and I, yeah. I, you know, I get people to do some fucking press ups and shit in between if they want to, just to get them yeah. going. I give them a little bit of refreshment in the sauna. So we have like, you know, bring some fruit in and shit like that. But the vibe in there is really weird. So sometimes it will be really kind of like, there'll be, we'll be singing fucking Sweet Caroline or whatever. Do you know what I mean? People yeah, will be yeah. like, hey, you know, fucking, oh, let And yeah. then in the next 15 minutes, it might be a little bit more kind of like, you know, and people might go, oh, yeah, like the conversations will start. You know, how, how you been this week? Well, you know what? Mm. Fucking kids have been right dickheads. I oh, really, yeah. I'm sorry, man. You know what I mean? And then it's like those conversations yeah. that that will happen naturally. And again, the distraction's not there. We're not, we're, you know, you're in a fucking box with people sweating your tits off for 15 minutes. So yeah. you, you haven't got your phone with you. You're not kind of, you're in the moment. And that's the big thing for me as well. I think what I'm trying to get for people to, because there is lots of tie, there's lots of links to this. There is that alternative Friday night and another alternative for just yeah. going wasting your money in the booze or whatever and feeling connected and all that kind of thing. But it's also like giving yourself that opportunity just to, again, without this sound really fucking woo-woo and hippy-dippy, giving yourself that opportunity to just be where you are without yeah. any kind of like, I don't know, it's hard to explain. Um, and... 
being around people that are also in that mindset of like going, you know what, I'm gonna try something different. Yeah. On that, yeah. and again, personal development is, uh, makes my skin yeah. crawl a little bit when people sell it. But it, it is about that kind of, you know, and those things about building up yourself and opp- giving yourself an opportunity to to do something a little bit different, be in a different environment. There's a lot happening there with people because then they can start to, well, the, the feedback I've had from lots of people, a couple of lads have said, like, you know, it's something they really look forward to. First of all, it's like, I can't wait. That's happening next week. Wicked. Like you would if you met up with your mates and gone to a, mm. a, a football game or fucking to the pub or whatever. You you look forward yeah. to it. So something in a diary. And a lot of people don't have things in the diary that they look forward to, Sam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've totally. got a holiday in set. I've got a holiday in August. Fucking, you're waiting six months. What the? Yeah, to, yeah. It's really. I totally agree with that it's really important to have things, little things, free things, just in anything stuck yeah. in your diary every week. Yeah, so to do that. Is. Typically, though, those things are things which will be, again, I don't want to, dis- but it will be, um, you know, it will probably be orchestrated around some kind of consumption of some some kind. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. We're going out for a meal. That's, and I'm not saying these things are bad, but, no, but they, they cost this money is an alternative well, thing. And, and that's what limits them. That's the thing. If you have things that only cost money. Yeah. The, the, you know, expensive things, it means it limits your ability to do them on a regular basis as well, doesn't it? It does. And there's also that thing about with this, the underbelly of this as well, and I don't want it to, I say to I'm being transparent with people, mm. I'll be honest, as a, you know, I say there is a bit of an agenda here because the agenda is this shit's actually going to help your health and well-being. Like this mm. is, th- th- there's nothing with this thing that is going to be, it's all going to be pluses. It's all positive shit. Mm. Behind, so there's that there's that carrying behind yeah. it. So actually, this is wicked. It's a laugh. It's something different. Get to be you know expose myself, whatever, whatever. But everything that all the they're all pluses. There's nothing to say apart from having a cool bollocks. But you know, <laughs> it's, it's it's kind of yeah. So I'm very excited by it. Um, and I, what I really like like is it's the thing that's quite difficult with me to sit with a little bit is it's quite on trend. Like you see it a lot now. Yeah. Um, people kind of jumping in uh, in barrels and stuff in the garden. I'm all for that. I go for it. Like, it's wicked. But I don't want it to be like um, banana bread in yeah, the COVID, yeah. where everyone's doing it and then it's just like, oh, shit. So this is why it's, it's really... It's a really... Fad. You don't want it to be a fad. No. And I, that's I, why I, you're talking about the science behind yes. it. Yeah. And, and like kind of let's push on with this stuff. There's some big yeah. people that talk about it. And I'm like, I'm getting excited. I'm like, yeah, that's it's good, man. This is yeah. back to up. Like, I like this stuff, you know? Yeah. yeah. So we'll see where it goes, but um, I'm, I'm excited by the prospect of more people just giving themselves an opportunity to do something a little bit different. It's going to do nothing but help them. And uh, this is the sales pitch, man. I'm not. No, uh, absolutely. Shit, and, and I, you know, all I can say is I haven't tried it, but the, the, the concept, the idea of just doing something, trying something new, introducing something different to your life, that really has all got upside, no downside. Doesn't mean you're going to have to like it or take to it, but no. try it. And that's been really the philosophy that has informed everything since I got sober eight years ago. That's informed everything. Certainly all the best moments in my life since then have been informed by that idea, hearing about stuff. But like you say at the beginning, when you put your hand up for every learning experience you could get, it's absolutely life-altering. And the moment you start doing that, changes happen. Just be open to shit. 
I was a very cynical person for many years. You know, I was so cynical because I thought I knew it all. And um, almost any other lifestyle choice or any kind of suggestion that was outside of the very narrow way I already lived, I was like, ah, bollocks. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and I think a lot a lot of blokes are like that. You know, and we're still like it now. You know, you're you still feel uncomfortable with using the phrases to describe what it is you you are clearly passionate about because yeah. you've grown up in this culture where we're all kind of like everything you're with your mates and you you literally we all label every single thing that is not within our very narrow boundaries as absolute <laughs> fucking bollocks for wankers, right? Yeah. <laughs> and well, it's a hard got- habit. It's a hard habit to kick, isn't it? Yeah, it is hard, but I I I, I embrace it, man. Like I, I'm, I I hold myself accountable. Like I, I kind of like I don't give a shit now. I'm I'm giving less shits actually. Mm. I give less shits now. Like people are like, what are you doing that for? So mate, like, hey, I'm not. I don't give a fuck. I enjoy yeah. it. It makes yeah, me feel exactly. good. Yeah, exactly. And, exactly. And, I think the you know like someone like Wim Hof who's been like the anchor of this kind yeah. of thing. I love that dude. Like people will think like I, I think he's absolutely brilliant. I absolutely think he's. I I, I honestly think he's totally bonkers which i love yeah yeah he looks like he's constantly off his tits on mushrooms and he might be yeah yeah he's like he's so authentic and obviously the business behind it is he leaves that to his family to sort out he just fucking turns up in his robe and yeah man fucking yeah let's do it like it's just awesome like yeah we need more people like that more people don't give a shit and i think you know that's yeah, there's a, few, there's a few of those kicking about, and I think you know, as a fore, forefront of it, it's um. But again, it can be very belief systems and the attitudes. What you were talking about is that's what stops people, Sam. You know, I I I believe is that there is a everybody is in this kind of funnel, and a lot of us stay in our unrealized potential, right? And there's this potential for you, but there's a number of things stopping you getting through that. And I think attitude is one. Like, mm. what's your attitude like towards things? Is that he- your attitude? Is it helping you realize your potential? Or are you staying over here? Your beliefs, again, no matter mm. where you are, what you believe in. Oh, that's what, what I brought up with, you know, all mm. those. Yeah, but is that helping you get to what you want to want to feel yeah. like? Or are you staying in this fucking side of the, t- of the funnel, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, attitudes, yeah. beliefs, and then obviously there's foundational things like habits. Again, what you're doing on a day to day basis. It's just what I do. Yeah, but is it helping you in any kind of way? Yeah, it's yeah. helping me. Is it really? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. It took me so many years to wake up to this sort of stuff, and I'm still waking up to it now. And I can tell you that listening to you with the the amount of really, you know, real passion and enthusiasm and sincerity you have is, you know, it's inspirational to me. So I'm so delighted that we've met and that yeah, we've had this me. chat. And I'm sure there'll be people listening to this who'll feel exactly the same way and will be wanting to head down. Where, where is it, by the way? I know you're down on the south coast. Where is the actual are, uh, swim and sauna going down on a Friday? So we do it in Worthing, um, right. which is kind of like the uh, the up-and-coming town along from from Brighton. We've, yeah. You know, the, the, the thing is, as I said before, these, these saunas are popping up quite regularly along the south coast and along... Yeah. There's a lot in Cornwall and Devon and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but there's, there's also people who are doing it in kind of wild, you know, in rivers and stuff like that, yeah. which is yeah. awesome as well. I tend to go in a river now and again as well, up in Arundel, which is a little town up the road. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm based on, in, in Worthing on, in West Sussex. Um, but I, I guess the great thing about this is, is effectively, is anybody can um, can get cold. 
Just, just flick it on, mate. Be consistent. Start to feel those. Start to not feel your bollocks and see what it Fla- does. Flash, flash the shower onto cold in the morning for on, like, a few minutes, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm there. Easy done, I'm mate. There. I'm absolutely there. Uh, Tyler, thanks ever so much for your time, mate. It's a it's a, a honour, privilege, and real pleasure to talk to you today. And I wish you all the best of everything. And people can find out more about what you're up to via your socials, right? Which I'll include yeah, in this I, I'm blurb. A bit sh- I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a bit shit with it in terms of I, I only tend to use Instagram because I just, I yeah, I've, I've taken the other apps off well, the phone. I, I would say watch this space, right? Watch this space. Yeah. You, ne- you never know what a man like Tyler might do next. So just keep an eye out. I'll put your Instagram in the, in the blurb for this show anyway, mate. And I wish you all the best of everything in the future and congratulate you on your journey, as they say. There's another wanky term, but it's you know, really wanky, mate, you know it? what I mean. <laughs> we'll get you down on the beach soon, bro. Yeah, mate, definitely. Just give me a shout. I'll be there in my speedos. Cheers. All the best. That was Tyler Slade. You can find out more about his various activities on his Instagram, which is at Tyler Slade Wellbeing. Thanks for listening as always. If you don't already, then why not subscribe to The Reset at samdelaney.substack.com. Upgrade to paid and you get this podcast a day early every week with no ads, plus tons of bonus letters and extra pods. And follow me on Instagram at The Reset Sam while you're at it. Until next time, gang, be lucky and don't let the dickheads get you down. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 